Sony's next Spider-Man spin-off, Kraven the Hunter, the one that gets the wonderful honor of following Morbius, has finally dropped its first trailer. And I have thoughts. Let's talk about it. Hey everyone, welcome back to Movie Morning, and Sony have finally dropped our first look at Kraven the Hunter, a movie that releases in less than four months from now, and we've seen no official poster, pretty much no official logo, no official nothing from this movie. So I assumed it probably wasn't shaping up very well, or they're very behind on production, which I think they haven't been because they started filming this movie, I believe, over a year and a half ago now, back in January of last year. So they should have been on schedule to release in October. It was This movie was actually originally set to come out back in January 2023, but it was really clear from everything that from how slow the marketing was, we just weren't going to get it. And last year, I believe, in the fall, it was delayed to this October. Now, when it comes to this movie, this is a movie when they, when they first announced it, I was a lot more excited than I ended up being because when we look at the most iconic Spider-Man stories out there. The night Gwen Stacy died. The original Amazing Fantasy 15 kind of first telling of Spider-Man, his eventual origin in some annuals. I mean, what was some other really iconic? The Clone Saga, even, if you want to go in the negative direction. But one of those has to be Craven's Last Hunt. What a lot of people would consider the best Spider-Man story ever made. In fact, the editors over at Marvel believed so and chose it to be spider-man's marvel select edition they put out which is a series of graphic novels they release chronicling the best story that the marvel editors believe is for each of the individual most iconic marvel characters now i have read craven's last hunt the six issue series i think there's a few more tie-ins that maybe add to the story but i've only read the main six issues generally speaking it's a great story however it's not the Spider-Man story that I gravitate towards as much as most people. However, for me, it's Craven's appearances everywhere else that make me love the character. Whether that's um, his, his appearances in the 90s in particularly, a few of which were drawn by Todd McFarlane. And I believe Eric Larson was on when, they, when, he went that, when that one graphic novel, I believe in the early 90s, where Craven showed up. I'm even a big fan of Ultimate Craven, which I don't think is a popular opinion. It's a very different take on the character, a much more celebrity take, but I really enjoy it and it's a ton of fun. So going into this film, I have very much had hopes and worries because, well, Sony's track record when it comes to Sony Spider-Man spinoffs isn't great so far. When you look at the first Venom film and Venom Let There Be Carnage, two movies that I would consider fun but very flawed, and I don't think it actually aged very well at all, particularly Let There Be Carnage, which I tried rewatching a while back and honestly kind of got bored, which isn't a great sign. Morbius, I thought, was just terrible, and it's a movie that's gotten memed on, and that's great and all, but it's just a really boring movie to watch, which is, whenever I say it about a comic movie, that is a really bad sign. So I certainly had my worries going into Craven the Hunter. This would turn out like that. A few things got me excited. Number one, Aaron Taylor Johnson couple of the other actors, Academy Award winner Ariana DeBose, um, uh, Russell Crowe, I like the director they brought on. Writers don't seem too promising, but a few things behind the scenes that got me really excited. It seemed like Sony was going to learn their lesson from Morbius, and it seemed like because of the initial post-credits scene of Adam Mother Beach, it seemed they were finally going to tie into Spider-Man, and then once Morbius came out, all my excitement for this movie and any other upcoming Sony Spider-Man spin-off completely diminished. 
And seeing the set photos, seeing it was this very snow-like setting, which wasn't really in this trailer, so that's good. And what Aaron Taylor Johnson has described this character to be, this clearly was not going to be my version of Craven. But now that the trailer is finally out with that overly long setup, all things considered, I dig what I'm seeing. Now, do I think Craven the Hunter will be the best movie of the second half of 2023? Is it my number one most anticipated film for the rest of the year? Absolutely not. It probably wouldn't even make my top 10, which should be out in a couple of weeks, by the way. With that said, there's a lot in here that, that is very promising, but there's almost as much, not quite as much, but almost as much that gets me very worried. So on the good of this trailer, number one, this one seems to have a bit more style to it in terms of the way it's shot. It has this very muddy look, but it seems consistent. So I at least appreciate that. Some of the locations seem cool. I like the varying locations in this trailer. We get to see him in the forest, which is where I love my Craven being set. But because it's Spider-Man, obviously we don't get that too much. But if we're not going to have Spider-Man, that's where I want my Craven movie set. We get a bit of that. There is some nice um, urban settings. There's also, again, some different kind of seasonal settings, which I appreciate. I like some of the lighting in certain shots. Some of the effects look really good, actually, like the effect on the rhino arms. I don't know. It almost seemed a little bit practical. I really like the way those are looking. Again, I feel like there's maybe a reason they didn't show his whole body, but well, I'm not going to judge it. I'm going to wait to see what for the final product. And the main thing, and the other thing that, of course, stuck to me was I think Aaron Taylor Johnson is going to do great in this role because he's a great actor. He's very versatile. He can play dramatic. He can be the action hero. He can be funny. He's got it all when it comes to being a movie star. And I loved his, I love when it comes to his pick for Craven. Clearly got in great shape to play Craven. Someone who you have to believe can take on Spider-Man without having powers. At least that's what Craven usually is. And as soon as they cast Aaron Taylor Johnson, I knew he was going to be able to pull it off. Seeing him now, he looks great as Craven. And I just wish Sony fully leaned into him being a villain because I think he could play it great. He looks fantastic in the kind of usual outfit. The poster actually looks really good, as generic as it is. I think it really captures what I want to see from a Craven the Hunter film. And of course, it's the thing that stands out the most here is that this film will be rated R. Now, I am reviewing the Red Band trailer, which I forgot to mention. And when it comes to the violence, this film seems like has the potential of being the goriest modern-day comic book movie because it seems brutal, whether that's Craven using bear traps, using spears, just using his animal-like actions, shall we say, in that particular moment where he bites off part of someone's face and then spits it back at the camera. It is a brutal, brutal look, a brutal moment. I did not expect to see that in a Spider-Man spin-off trailer. There's a lot in here that could be a ton of fun in terms of the action. Because not only is it really bloody and gory, and a lot of people are going to really appreciate that. And for me, the main thing that does is up the intensity and make me feel a little more terrified of Craven. And the thing I like about that is he feels more like a villain. So I can actually believe him going up against Spider-Man one day. And the other thing is, while create, also creating intensity, the action choreography looks really good. Again, his movements are very animal-like, and that means that he's kind of jumping around. And there aren't too many shots. It seems like very similar to how Morbius, how the action scenes in Morbius, but not overly stylized when it becomes just a complete hack job of an action scene with terrible and choppy editing. This movie seems more well put together, and I think that there's potential for the action to be really fun, bloody, and cool. And the other thing is, 
Although I'm not big on them making Craven an anti-hero, the story they are setting up and kind of his family dynamic with his with his father and how that's inspired him again that how that taught him to be a murderer but go in a very different direction and try to take down his father very simple story story tongue technique very cliche but all things considered i do think it works for the type of character they seem to be setting up so all things there's a lot in this trailer that i do actually find really promising again the r rating and finally going hard into the into making this character stand out i think that makes sense with that said again my overwhelming feeling is still that I'd just rather see Craven fight Spider-Man. I know that there's those people on the, out there which is like, which are like, it's fine making a solo villain movies. You see how much money Joker and the first Venom made. I know that. But for me personally, a lot of what makes these villains interesting is not only that they're great characters on their own, but because they're a great counterbalance to our main heroes. And Craven especially is the apex predator who goes after, goes after Spider-Man. He is... Maybe the most up to Spider-Man's match. Probably the villain that Spider-Man could have the hardest time beating. And I think it would be such an interesting face-off. And I think it'd be so cool if part of the movie took place in the forest. And I've always had my ideas for a Craven-focused Spider-Man film. And I would love to make an episode on that one day giving you my ideas. Not going to spoil them all here. But he's been one of my most wanted villains to see in an upcoming Spider-Man film for a very long time. And now that we have this version... and Sony and Marvel not really wanting anything to do with each other in terms of the non-Spider-Man films and Kevin Foggy clearly not loving what Sony's doing with their movies. I don't think we're ever going to see that with this version. I actually feel like Aaron Taylor-Johnson would be a great actor to play Craven opposite Tom Holland and Spider-Man. When it comes to this trailer, they're leaning so far into the R and the, the insane violence that I don't think we would ever actually get a chance to see him fight Spider-Man. If they do, they have to really tame him back, and that means you can't do a lot of what's in this trailer, which I think is might bring up some problems, but that they can resolve. My main thing with this trailer is that just the changes they make to Craven as a character really frustrate me. And num- the number one thing is, of course, giving him very like legitimate superpowers, which Craven in the comics, it's kind of always been hinted at, never f- explicitly stated that there's something more to him. But he's just, in general, a very skilled warrior. He's super in shape. And he has this deep respect for the for whoever he takes out. He goes after the, the predators who are most up to his match. He's not going to go after prey. And look, the thing is, he's not going to go after weak prey. And look, from this trailer, it seems like they're very much changing him. But the thing I really don't like about this trailer is the changes they make to his backstory. Because in the comics, Craven's a character who comes after Spider-Man. As a part of his great hunt. He wants to fight. Find the ultimate match for him. This trailer completely sets up. A very different version of Craven the Hunter. Where he's in tune with animals. He uses animals. It seems like to see from their eyes. Which that I really did not like. But the main thing that really annoyed me in the trailer. That really pulled me out. Is when a drip of lion blood falls onto one of his wounds and i'm assuming what is that like a radioactive lion or radioactive lion blood and he just straight up becomes in sync with the animals and can see through their eyes like this change really does not work for me and it feels really out of place even in the context of this trailer and what's sort of disappointing to me is i think you could absolutely have had the craven the hunter who's just a human being, but they've learned to pretty much live in this very different environment and just become this hunter who's very not, who does a lot of things that 
you just could never imagine any human doing and make that R-rated. And I think that would have worked fine. But adding this superpower and this fantastical element to Quaven the Hunter, I don't think fits with the character, even if you have Rhino as the main villain. And also the thing that I'm really confused about is that one character that seems wasted is Craven's brother in this universe is meant to turn into the chameleon. But my question is, why not just have him as the villain? If you're going to do family dynamics, why are we bringing in Rhino as another villain, especially when Russell Crowe's character is meant to be the main villain? And Calypso, played by Ariana DeBose, is, I don't know, seems to be like a pseudo, kind of a bit of an anti-hero to Craven himself. The dynamics around this movie seem really confusing. I wish they would make more clear exactly what they're, who the villain is within the next trailer, but I'm assuming they will do that. But look, this looks like a fun enough movie. I have my issues with this trailer, but it's not really with this trailer itself, but what they seem to be teasing in the story, which gets me a bit more worried. But this this movie looks like it could be fun. And it definitely, from the trailer, is the most promising out of any of the Sony Spider-Verse films we've had. Because when it comes to the trailers for the first Venom, I was not digging it. Trailers for Venom, Let There Be Carnage, I did not like those trailers very much. Trailers for Morbius, I thought looked terrible, and that was one where the quality of the trailer definitely was representative of the quality of the movie. This trailer, to me, shows some promise, and I really hope this is the best of the Sony Spider-Man spinoff movies, which isn't a high bar, so I also hope this movie is genuinely a great comic book movie. In a year where we've had quite a few now really good comic book movies, I'm assuming this won't be to those, to the level of, say, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Across the Spider-Verse, or even The Flash, but if this movie sits between that and the more mediocre ones we've had this year, like Quantumania and Fury of the Gods, I am going to be happy. So I really hope this movie's great. I don't think it will, but a lot of what, a lot of the trailer and the over-the-top brutality gives me some confidence. So overall, I dug the trailer, but I certainly have my worries for this film. And I just kind of wish he was introduced in a Spider-Man film. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll catch you all next time. Bye-bye.